welcome back to another episode of Cass's World. How are you doing? Good? Great? Fine? Not so good? Well, that's okay. Anyways, moving on. We're almost at 300 streams. Oh my goodness. We're at 291. So after this, I'm hoping to get to 300 and then 400 by my birthday. Maybe even 500, but probably 400. 400 streams by my birthday, September 26th. Save the date, peeps. Um, Thank you for all the love, all the support I've been getting, all the followers, all the people hyping me up. It, it's a it's a great feeling, and I wouldn't exchange it for anything. No money, no nothing. So thank you. I love you all. Shout out to my underground family that's been holding me down, supporting me. Shout out to all of you guys. And um, yeah, I'm pretty thankful, and uh, I hope everything's going well. I know some of us have started school. Uh, some of us that are of the age to be in school, um, you know. Yeah, it's lit. <laughs> but, uh, ladies and gentlemen, enough about me and all that jazz. Y'all know why y'all came here. We're back with another interview. Ping. Unmute yourself, Slat. Yo, what's poppin', everybody? Now, um, we had to re-record this. I got an interruption. Somebody came into my room. Very unfortunate. But you know we're here. Yeah, we're here. So good at balling. Good cracking and shit. So, so how does it feel to be on? Tell us the feeling. It feels alright. It feels like, it feels good that we actually got it done now. Not done, but like we're actually recording. It's like, when people try to finesse you at some bags and shit, you feel me? But this shit is like, like, now that I'm actually getting seen by people, it makes me feel like I'm actually doing something. Of course, it, it, that that's probably the best feeling, is feeling like you're accomplishing something. So, I know what you mean, so you're finally on here. Everyone, let's welcome Ping, or whatever, imaginary crowd. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, well actually, let me not try like that. <coughs> What is your name? Where are you from? And what does your name mean? Uh, my name Ping. I'm from North Carolina, raised in Bushwick. Man, from New York, live in North Carolina, raised in Bushwick. Uh, my name doesn't really have like any existential meaning. It just means Ping, like I'm here. Ping, as in like me, same shit. Interesting. I, I was a little confused what your name was at first. So I just I I just saw Ping, so I just went with that. Um, yeah, it's not it's not too extra. You know how like other rappers like they were rappers like other artists like uh, Pink. You know her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she got her name like mine. I was like, let's add the exclamation mark and put P I N G in behind that. I was like, yo, that's the vibe and shit. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So, you're from North Carolina, and you, well, you're not really, you, you you live in North Carolina, and you mentioned to me that North Carolina has a very good uh, underground scene when it comes to music. Can you explain to me a little bit more about this? Because it's not like, you can't just be like, I want to go to North Carolina. 
you know, it's not only one of those major cities like Miami, New York, LA, but I heard, but you told me that the underground scene was good, so yeah, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, the North Carolina underground scene goes crazy. It's like, when you out here, when you out here, it's like, it's hard to explain, but like, you got niggas like Tay Retro out here, you got me and my homies out here, you got like, uh, during niggas, I can't like give specific names or cook, I'll find some. Uh, but like, it's just underground scene in North Carolina as well, but you got everybody out here, you got niggas that do like, uh, like the typical trap rap flows, like the like the baby flows, and you got like the lyrical niggas like J Cole out there, and, like and Fayetteville. Then you got like the rage niggas, like the people that do like them punk shit in like Raleigh, and then in Charlotte, you got like the niggas that actually will make it though, because they got like the funding and shit to make it. Do you feel like North Carolina has their own type of sound? Like you know how. Atlanta has like the whole southern thing, and then um, New York has the whole drill beat. Does North Carolina have that? North Carolina got all of that because niggas was from New York, so they be got <clears throat> they got like people that be on drill beats and shit. They got they got people that'll be on like trap beats. They got people that'll be on Uzi beats. They got they be don't have a specific sound and be personal because. Even the popular rappers that came out of NC don't even have their like own distinguished sound. Like the baby, he on multiple flows and shit. And then you got J Cole. He's one. Of, he's one of the people that are out there. Uh, and then he'd be out there getting popular and shit because he got the lyrical flow that people fuck with that you can rhyme with the type of shit that you rock with. And then one of the people that are up but not up up. That's still considered underground. His name is Tay Retro. He got a bunch of songs I fuck with. He's one of my favorite rappers out of NC. Even if he probably not from NC, but I still fuck with him. I think they say he's from Greensboro, but like he has uh, a flow that like he, he does like a Detroit flow. You know what I'm talking about? Like he does like a Detroit flow. Mm. But interesting. There's a bunch of folks people be doing out here. So. Yeah, speaking of like sounds and genres, what sound do you work in? What's your genre? What's your flow? What 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 is ping? My sound? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, cause like I be on. I used to do drill beats way back then, when I was uh, used to do drill beats way back then. I also used to do uh rage beats. And now, right now, I do like uh. Old school trippy type beats, someone who used to be on that Dark Knight and Grinch type shit. And now I be on everything that has besides plug. I can't really do plug, even though my niggas tell me to do plug. It's very hard for me to do plug. Uh, plug and beats are for plug and beats. You gotta have the skill for it. And I'm not saying not everybody plug and beats is for one group of people, but it's like I heard they're really hard to work on. But so you're kind of versatile. You did drill, you did dark, the, the, the whole dark beat. It's pretty cool. Interesting, 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 interesting. I noticed you're so 
sorry for the, 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 the stopping. My bad. Like I was saying, you're pretty versatile. That's lit. It comes with like a bunch of weaknesses. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you in a little secret. I've never wrote any lyrics before. I've always freestyled all my songs. That's cool. That's cool. So it just comes from right from your brain. Yeah, when I put that beat on, I'll be hitting that shit like, okay, I can say shit here, I can do shit there. And I, I can feel the beat touch. It's not like a power, but it's like, it's like some like ability that you were able to use when you make music. It's like some music instinct, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So you know, when did you start making music? Like when? When did? When did this you know become your thing? Uh, it became my thing back in middle school <laughs> with my homie Uriah. He made his own mix. He made his own track. Uh, he was like popping in my school type shit. He was like, "Yeah, he make music. Yeah, that's not making me a writer like me." So I'm like, "I could do that. I could do that." Then I freestyle for a group at lunch, and I had a pop and shit. And then I made a song with Uriah because he's my homie and shit. So, and we got it. We made that one song. I felt like niggas tell me I can't, but nah, I'm not gonna do my nigga dirty like that. No, he's my homie. I would never do something like that. <clears throat> but that's like how my ground up started. It started up in middle school. Started freestyling, released my first song, and now I'm here. Interesting, interesting. Oh, did I already ask you your age? Yeah, I said I was 16. Okay. Not, not very inspired, bro. I'll just leave it at 5 a.m. Because I, I, I can vouch for that. Pink can vouch for me because uh, we were up at 2 a.m. texting about the episode. And then I went to bed at like 5. I couldn't. Yeah, we went to bed late, late. I was, like, fucking talking it up, and then I went on, like, the greatest mistake of my life. I started watching some anime, and then I got lost in the sauce. Me? Okay, so let me tell you what I did. I watched a documentary. You know, I don't know. You probably never heard of this, but it was really interesting. Have you ever heard of the documentary, uh, Something's Wrong with Aunt Diane? You need to watch that. So basically, it, it, like, I, I, it, it was crazy. I'm, I'm probably about to tell you more about it once we end the podcast. But it was about this woman. She was driving with her, her two, her two kids, and then her three nieces. She's driving on the opposite. Like she's driving on the opposite. She's driving on the opposite side of the road. Like while all the cars are going forward, she's going back. And she's tweaking, and there's a bunch of people. This is in New York, by the way. There's a bunch of people. They're calling 911. There's, like, there's a lady in a minivan, and she's driving the opposite way. She's about to get us all killed, all this other stuff. People are calling 911 left and right. She ends up dying, kills kills her, kills her daughter and her three nieces, injures her son, kills herself, kills three other people as well. And I think a couple other people, too. It was crazy. And they were trying to figure out what was wrong with her. How? Why? Now, they did a test. They found out that she was drunk, supposedly. Um, she's the, They said Shadi had about 10 drinks in her system. Ew. It was crazy. And her family, 
the, the the sad part about all this is her family they're sitting over here trying to defend the narrative they were like she never drank she wasn't a pothead she was not an alcoholic but it was like there was a bottle of vodka in the car it, it was i think i might do an episode on this now that we're talking about it she was crazy ping you gotta watch it you got hbo max yeah i got all of that Bro, I'm gonna I'm gonna send it to you. You need to like, well, I don't know how how you feel about that. Sounds interesting now. I ain't gonna hold you. Sounds like and everybody's trying to figure out what happened, and it's like, bro, what what what, what was she tweaking on? Like, and the sad part is her her one son is still alive. Um, the the documentary was made in 2011, so he was pretty young, but um. It, they really just went into depth about her life and what was going on and just trying to connect the dots. It, it, it was sad, but it was interesting. Um, they showed all the 911 calls. But enough about the documentaries and things like that. Well, let me ask. Are you in the documentaries? Back then, I used to be. Back when I was in like school, I used to watch a lot of World War II documentaries. And now... I watch a lot of documentaries right now. I don't, like, diverse my time to watch a documentary. Like, maybe, I said I watched one recently, but it's, like, a, like a gaming and shit. Like, gaming esports players and shit like that. That's cool. That's cool. Would you ever be interested in, like, making a documentary about something? Maybe, like, a topic that interests you or a group or anything? Yeah, that's how I would, honestly. Documentary sounds fun to me because, like, you can dive deep as much as you want in that stuff. Yeah, I love documentaries. I feel like um, uh, like something, a cool startup somebody could do is they could do like a, a whole docu-series, make a whole YouTube web series about like maybe, you know, people one-hit wonders, people who were in the spotlight then disappeared, things like that. Or, I mean... The, the internet, you, you can find anything, really. And there's, like, so many mysteries and topics of the world and different cases that need to be explored. And I feel like I could low-key do that once I start getting into my little true crime jizz. I think I'm going to start doing that more. And, oh, my goodness, maybe you can you can come on the podcast and we could do a case together, bro. Exactly. I wouldn't mind being a recurring person on here. I ain't going to you what, bro? You know you're welcome here all the time. Yeah, you get this shit popping sometimes. Come back whenever you want. I actually, um, I think so. For October, I know I'm definitely gonna be doing true crime and um, true crime. Sorry, I just froze up. Definitely doing some true crime mystery cases paranormal cases and interviews and episodes by myself october is gonna be a crazy month because people i'm booked let me just let this be known people this month and next month i am booked booked up the this like it, it like people are already filling in spots for october so ladies gentlemen they thems he she's let me tell you something if you want an episode you know, please go to my website and coordinate with me because I'm always trying to coordinate. Ping, tell them. Yeah. 
But um, most of the time, I'll be trying to find artists myself. But and I don't regret it. <laughs> but um, all right. Enough about me. Let's get back to you, cause it's all about you. Let me ask, since we're on the topic of documentaries, do you know any interesting murder cases or crimes and things like that that you would like to see to get their own documentary? Uh, see, there was this big case that happened in North Carolina where this guy just like, like killed her whole his whole family and like like put their whole bodies in like a tar thing and like it's weird. The case was weird, and the backstory was weird too. There's people talking about it. But that case should definitely get a documentary. I don't know exactly the names of shit, but I know it was a wild ass case back in North Carolina. Interesting. I mean, I might have to. Re- we we might have to review it. That is. Uh, if you can find the names of it, so he put their bodies in tarp or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like some tar or oil or something. He like dissolved their bodies and shit. Acid. And- Something. Oh, and it was like some weird backstory behind us too. When the police were like just raiding their house, not raiding, but like looking for clues and shit on the TV, you would not believe this. There was like a video of like someone putting like there was like a body of like bones and like a tar and nothing related to the case at all before nobody knew about that. This is on like some like regular like TV type shit. It was like it was crazy. Oh shit, Ping might be giving me a new episode idea. So let me ask you because I th- this this case also interests me. Did you do you know who Elisa Lam is? The the girl, so she stayed at the Cecil Hotel, which is like this really creepy, you know, scary kind of kind of like uh sketchy hotel in Los Angeles and her body was found in the water tank after people were drinking and bathing in the water and it was like coming out tasting like tasting like blood and the water was brown. Have you ever heard of that? Oh and the the video the video of her in the elevator acting weird. Maybe in the I think I've seen an elevator video so everybody's seen that fucking video. That that shit broke the internet. That I, I I need to find somebody who's like knows the death of the case because I have so many theories. Like I put everyone around. Like that's another documentary you need to watch. The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel on Netflix. You need to watch that. And you need to watch uh, something's wrong with Aunt Diane. Y'all heard it here too, folks. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I'll definitely watch it. But enough about all that documentary jazz. The fans want to know, when are we getting new music? When are we getting an album, an EP, mixtape, all that jazz? Let us know. Oh, music is death coming soon, I promise y'all. Me and my TMG boys is getting it popping right now. I just made a song yesterday. I was, I'm about to post a snippet of it type shit. We about to release like an EP before the main album, before Tokyo. And then after before Tokyo, we get we drop in Tokyo tapes. Just like a collective piece, so everybody got a song on that. Oh, you're in a collect. You're in a collective. Yeah, everybody in there. If you want to get interviews with them, they're wild. I love my niggas out there. You gotta, you gotta. I came out here trying to hype them up and shit because I love my niggas in TMG. Send them my way. God, yeah. Like I feel like you should interview my man 
uh, Tokyo. He's the main guy who runs this shit. He's a very interesting dude. He's out in South Africa. He, I don't even know. Wow, international with it. That's like, I, yeah. I had. And the, 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 the collective is international too. We got my homie. I knew an IRL back when I was in school, but he moved back to Taiwan. He's from Taiwan. I got my producer that's like, ride or die with me. Danny, he's from Finland. Uh, Ooh, wow. We got uh, Verda, we got Tokyo, that's from uh, what you would call it, uh, South Africa. We got, let, let's see who else is out here. Uh, yeah, we was just talking about this actually, too. See, this is what I like about collectives. You can, especially online on the internet and the way that the underground community moves, you can really have a whole bunch of people, whole different sounds from whole different countries, and it's just like you can make art together. And it's like you can connect with these people. Yeah, I what's love it called? Like, we got some more people out here. We got Tiles from Greek. We got Greece? Yeah, Greece. Wow. We got, got Darksu and Amil from like. Uh, Malaysia. Oh my god. We we worldwide, bro, by Texas. This is interesting. This is crazy. You see, I, you know what? I'm going to tell you after the episode. I got got a little business proposition for you uh, in the collective. But that's crazy. So we got people from Greece, people from South Africa, from Malaysia, Taiwan, all around the freaking globe. All in one collective making music. That's great. It, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Make a nigga want to shed a tear. Because, like, me too. Me too. I'm in a collective. Yeah, they give you information to do shit. Because, like, I remember when I was just on solo type shit, just trying to make music. And I found it rough because I never had any, like, great inspo. But now I'm in this collective. I'm like, but we actually get it popping because, like, Back when back when I didn't find any inspo when I was making music, and then when I get in this collective, I see like two niggas dropping songs every day. We got another nigga that's making a project probably like next week. And we got a guy that's about to drop an EP tomorrow type shit. I'm like, I gotta get on these people. I gotta make sure I can make music and compete with them type shit. Mm-hmm. Well, we're excited to hear your new music and your collective's new music, and I would love to have them on the podcast. What, what's your collective's name? Tokyo Money Gang, TMG. TMG. Slide my way, bro. Come on. But uh, we got eight minutes left of recording. But, so, that's so cool. See, I, I know about collectives, but most of them are United States-based. I don't know a lot of people in collectives that are from different parts of the world. But I think that's cool. That's very cool. Yeah, if you want to get up, get to like maybe like two, three minutes on the podcast at once. Don't get lit. I'm telling you, I don't even like to be honest. Putting like a handful of members are in my in my collective. That's how like diverse and wide we is. Mm. Well, that's lit. That's lit. Pink, this was a this is a good interview. Your energy, you have to come back. I wouldn't mind coming back. I don't mind this. I like this. You can come back. Oh, whenever. Well, not whenever, because if I if I booked you and then I got somebody else the next day, it might cause some conflict. But you you definitely have to come back. 
for October. We ought to talk more about this North Carolina Tarp case. Mm-hmm. And let us know more. Uh, try to tell me more, too, about when you're dropping new music so maybe I can get you on before you drop. Okay, okay, I'll make that. So you can, we, we get some little bit more promo. Because um, most of the people I've had on the podcast, they, they normally come on right before they drop new albums and EPs and new hot singles or whatever. And Pajia came on here. He was telling me about the uh, album. Mariko literally came on the podcast the day before his album dropped. Um, I, guess I, I guess I could say the same thing too. I come up, I'm right here on the podcast right now. Like, basically getting ready for our rollout of Before Tokyo. Make sure when we drop that shit, people gotta go spam like that shit. Cause that shit better be lit. It's gonna be one of my favorite things we can drop. Well, I'm streaming as long as you send me a link to it. Send me on Instagram too. Got you. If you wanna get invited to the group chat, I can let you in too. Now I'm getting group chat access. Yes, you could slide me in the group chat, please. Respectfully. I got you. I got you. Um, we got five minutes left. This was a good episode. This was fun. This was interesting, and um, I'm glad we got to record. I normally don't do daytime podcasts. I think I do better at night because I'm more. I feel more by myself and open, and I don't have people walking into my room. Sorry about that ping once again. We were literally 10 minutes ten minutes deep into the podcast, and then we had to restart all over. But, you know, we, we did good. You did good. I'm excited to hear the new music, uh, hear the new music from the collective as well. Um, I learned a lot. Um a little bit more about that North Carolina underground scene. That was interesting. Uh, you're going to have to tell me more about that after the episode, I got too. You, I got you. Um, glad to have you on here. It was lit. You'll be back, of course. And I just I, I want to just put this out here for the two-year two year anniversary of Cass's World. I'm planning something very big for all underground artists and um all i have to say is we're ending the year off with a bang no y2k so that's just a little sneak peek for peeps um but yeah and we're at 291 streams and i think after i drop this episode i'll hit 300 and Ping, you did good for your... This is your first interview, correct? Uh, besides that, uh, what's it called? That, that Instagram Insta- interview? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is like my probably my, my first voice-to-voice interview. Yeah. Technically, yes. This would be my first. Ah, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Well, I'm glad to have you on here. Everyone, ladies and gentlemen, the next episode of uh, Cass's World will be won by myself, and I will be going into the dark history of the Chinese food industry. Now, you might be curious about that uh, title, but if you go to my Instagram, I'll explain a little more about the episode. Stay tuned for that, because some crazy-ish, because, well, yeah.
thing, like Chinese food. Yeah, I fuck with it. I'm probably not gonna fuck with that guy. I'm making this shit sound dark as hell. It's um, it's, I don't know. You, you, you from New York, you know, y'all, y'all, y'all got y'all notorious for the. Mm, I, don't know. I don't know. I love Chinese food though, but the 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 the, the research that I've done, it, it, I'm a bit concerned. But um, yeah, stay tuned for that, ladies and gentlemen. This was another great episode of Cast's World. We're almost at 300 streams. Bless, King. You'll be back on here very soon. Yeah, <clears throat> I try to be as back as soon as I possibly. Yes, come back, please. This was so, so much fun. But um. Yeah, guys, well, we better to hop off this bitch. Uh, what was I going to say? To be booked, go to my website, please. Um, but, yeah. Oh, also, this episode will be uploaded on Spotify, Anchor, and Google Podcasts. I forgot to mention, Cass's World is now on Google Podcasts as well. God, so many announcements. So check it out. Everyone everywhere. Bye. Say bye, Ping. Later, y'all. Bye.